Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to The World in 10, where we discuss the biggest global news stories with analysis and expertise from the Times of London, with me, Lou Newton and Stuart Willey. Today, a mob storms an airport looking for Jews. As the conflict in Gaza intensifies, Hamas release a disturbing hostage video and later how you could sup from an apple tree that changed the world. Now, Israel's ground offensive has continued to escalate and tanks and troops have been pushing from two directions into Gaza City in the north of the territory. They've cut off a major road from the north to the south and the Palestinian health authorities say hospitals have been hit with airstrikes. The UN say more than 100,000 people are sheltering in or near those hospitals. International concern is growing over the Palestinian death toll. Earlier we heard from the Times Middle East correspondent Louise Callahan. So Israel has said that in hospitals and schools and and various places around Gaza, Hamas is hiding among the civilian population. They've built bunkers under hospitals. At the moment, we can't get into Gaza to find out if it is true. Hamas has got a history of hiding itself among the civilian population. But I also just really want to point out that this area is so small. It's 140 miles squared. There's 2.2 million civilians living there. There's no way that you could avoid hitting civilian targets because if if you drop a 5,000-pound bomb on one target, then you're going to destroy houses in the area civilians inevitably die. So I do, it's not a choice between can civilian strike Hamas targets or hit civilians. One is inevitably going to do the other. There's also turmoil in the Israeli government, with Benjamin Netanyahu posting and then deleting a social media message, blaming intelligence chiefs for failing to detect the initial October 7th attacks by Hamas. It comes as polls show more than 80% of Israelis hold him responsible for the attacks. Today, Hamas has released a disturbing video of three women hostages sitting side by side on plastic chairs against a bare wall. One of them becomes very agitated, shouting in Hebrew that Netanyahu needs to do more to bring the hostages home. Mr Netanyahu has called the hostage video cruel psychological propaganda. And in Jerusalem, there's been a moment of silence and an exhibit of 220 empty beds symbolising the hostages. This man was there and saw the hostage video. His grandfather is one of those who's been taken to Gaza. Uh, It gives us a lot of hope to see that they're still alive. We haven't given up on them yet. We know they're alive and we're going to do anything we can to bring them back. We're not going to stop. We don't have any other choice than to live in peace. With the Times digital subscription, you can read much more on this conflict, including analysis from our correspondent Richard Spencer in Jerusalem on the propaganda war being fought by both sides. More than a 1,000 miles away from Gaza in southern Russia, an airport has been forced to shut as hundreds of pro-Palestinian protesters storm the terminal and the runway looking for Jews. This is the sound as the mob forced their way in. 
waving Palestinian flags and shouting the takbir, Allahu Akbar, which means God is greatest. They roamed around, they said, trying to find Israelis who might be getting off a recently arrived flight from Tel Aviv. Protesters also checked passports of those leaving on buses. You can see video of these disturbing scenes on the Times app or website now. The airport in Dagestan, one of Russia's predominantly Muslim regions, was reopened later once authorities gained back control. Dozens of people were arrested, but Russia say the events were a provocation orchestrated by the West or by Ukraine. But for now, no more flights from Israel will land there. It's a worry because anti-Israeli and anti-Semitic sentiment has been growing in this part of Russia over the weekend. A Jewish cultural centre was set fire to. Protesters went to hotels that social media said were full of Jews. And it's adding to a sense that Jewish people are being targeted around the world as the conflict in Gaza intensifies. How do you like the sound of a drink made from the fruit of the world's most famous tree? Well, it might just be possible. The story goes that in the summer of 1666, Sir Isaac Newton was sat beneath a tree when an apple fell from a branch and hit him on the head. He supposedly shared the anecdote with friends and explained it as the moment that led him to coming up with the law of gravity. Well, a sapling of that very tree has now been acquired by one of his distant relatives, who happens to be a cider producer. Newton is Giles Wood's eight times great uncle and spoke to us earlier. Well, we've been very fortunate. We've been growing apples for the last 70 years and we produce about 500 tonnes of them. I have two sons who three, three years ago said, Dad, come on, why don't we have our own cider company? And then, blow me down, about a month ago, we heard about a an auction for tree saplings from the original tree up at Woolsthorpe, which was Sir Isaac Newton's home. So we thought, good idea, we have to have one of those to basically to square the circle. Away we went. But don't hold your breath as you'll have a bit of a weight on your hands. But at the moment we've got a sapling, which is only about a metre high, so it's tiny. Yeah, It'll take probably four to five years before it produces an apple. I think what we'll do is the amount of apples that will come off that tree means that we could probably make about a couple of hundred bottles a year to start with. I think most of our World in 10 listeners will be familiar with J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. But you may not know that Italy's Prime Minister, Giorgio Maloney, is somewhat of a superfan. And the books are wildly popular with the right-wing political scene. This has led to some controversy over an upcoming exhibition. It's to celebrate Tolkien's work and it'll open in Rome's National Gallery of Modern and Contemporary Art in November. Earlier on, we spoke to the Times correspondent in Italy, James Imam, who explained a bit about what he said is the rights obsession with Tolkien's books and why this event has been criticised by the opposition party. She often weaves citations from Tolkien's books into her speeches. And as a youth activist, she was known for visiting schools dressed up as characters from the books. And she's not alone. I mean, it seems that this obsession with Lord of the Rings has really characterised a portion of the right going back to the 1970s, really. Her party would hold camps for youth activists that they called Camp Hobbit. What we're talking about here is an exhibition on Tolkien. Opposition politicians have started to raise alarm bells and and complain about this. So it's being funded by the Culture Ministry for €250,000. 
And the controversy here is that this perhaps isn't the, the most responsible use of public funds. And it's not the only way her party, the Brothers of Italy, have been getting involved in culture. There have been a string of appointments where the party has appointed people that are identifiable as, as right wing. Uh, the party has been accused of basically trying to put its supporters in, in charge of cultural institutions. Perhaps the biggest case of this in recent months was Giorgio Maloney ousting the head of the RAI, which is basically the BBC of, of Italy, in order to put her favoured candidate in charge. That's the way it was perceived. And only last week uh, it was announced that uh, a right wing journalist who himself was a, a youth activist in the Italian social movement, he's going to be the next president of the Venice Biennale, which is probably Italy's single biggest cultural event. some news from the world of sport. After the parents of Liverpool striker Luis Diaz were kidnapped by gunmen on motorbikes in Colombia. His mother's already been rescued, but a major military and police operation is now underway to find his father. Yeah, it must be heartbreaking. His parents were on their way home as they stopped at a petrol station near the border with Venezuela. They were reportedly approached by gunmen. And now there's a $49,000 reward that's been offered by Colombian police for any information. The Colombian police director, William Salamanca, has said he spoke to Diaz and said he's putting all efforts towards finding his father. Now, the theft of priceless art has often captured the world's attention, and that's likely to be because of the exciting imagery of art heists that we see in movies. However, in Spain, there's a somewhat more peculiar case at the moment. The perpetrators are said to be a group of ten Catholic nuns. Ten sisters of the Carmelite order, in fact. They lived in a village in central Spain, near the city of Avila. Earlier this month, they shut their convent without any notice. Reportedly, they helped remove over 20 religious paintings and sculptures. So the nuns left, and then several days later, lorries arrived and packed up the art from the museum inside the convent. Now, we know the nuns have gone to join sisters in a community in Valencia, but the artwork has stayed closer to home and is in the convent's order of San Andreas in Salamanca. Apparently, the Carmelite organisation who owned the convent had permission to move the artwork, but the village mayor said closing the site deprived that community of a place of worship And there's been protests by locals who seem pretty outraged by the whole thing. They've now applied for the convent and its contents to be designated as protected heritage and local authorities are looking into it. Well, that's all from us today. We'll be back tomorrow with more from The World in 10. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.